Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, SF90, what does that stand for? Scuderia Ferrari 90th Anniversary Car. Stradale, road version. Um, the car was released last year, Mick? Well, it was a 2019, I think. So by the time we've got it here, we I think we saw it last year for the first time. We saw it for the first time last year, or late last year, and we were lucky enough to have one on our drive day. How good uh, was that? Recently. What, look, to have one in South Australia. That's <laughs> what that's was my thoughts as well. I mean, you know, you don't, I mean, you've got to be invited to buy one of these. Correct. I mean, actually. No one rang me. No, no one rang me either. And so this was on the track day, if you recall, Mick, we saw it for the yes, first time. Yes, for the time first time, in yes. In the beautiful giallo uh, with the special grey. So it's the Assetto, it was the Assetto Fiorano race pack, but we didn't get to see it close enough. No, nah, there was too many people and we didn't want to hang around it too much. But that... That paintwork is actually, it's not a sticker, it's actually in it's, the paint. No, it's in the paint. That, that is, and I think you only can get it like that with the Assetto Fiorano pack. So we actually got to spend a bit of time with the car yesterday. We didn't get to drive it though, Mick. No, but he did give you the keys. He gave me the key uh, to unlock it and have a look around and we took some photos and video and had a look. But what was one thing you noticed straight away? Straight away, as soon as we got the keys and opened it, the crowd came. <laughs> definitely the crowd came and we tried to get rid of the crowd, but the crowd definitely came. But when we looked at the engine bay, Mick, how low was that, that engine? Yeah. Well, we thought the 296 GTB engine was low. This yeah. actually seems a lot lower. But the good thing that I, I liked about the engine is you can actually see the V8 properly. Yeah, Where in the 296, I didn't think we could see the top properly. Yeah. You know, from memory. Oh, it could be mistaken, but... Look, it's so low for a lower centre of gravity, obviously, no to corner at higher speeds and things like that. But it is so low that... You don't actually notice until you open that lid at the back and look in. Can you imagine how they have to work on it? I mean, oh. how would you take the spark plugs out? No, no, the engine has to drop off. Yeah, the so this the is a hybrid. So this is it's got two electric engines for the front wheels yep. and a single one at the back. So the reason we're speaking about this car on Mick and Ori's classic cars, Mick, Which is, is certainly not a classic. It's not a classic. But will it be? Will this be a classic one day? And that's what we were talking about yesterday, and hence why we decided to talk about it on the podcast. Will this be a classic car one day? Yeah. And that, look, there's a couple of schools of thought. Now, I I was of the thought, look, if it's a limited production, yep. you know, you might have a chance. But So I don't know if it is limited, Mick. Some say there's only 500 going to be made. Other websites and other people tell you, no, it's unlimited yeah. to the amount so, of orders. Um, even the um, Spider version isn't limited. So if it's not limited, why would you buy this compared to, say, uh, the Pista or the uh, Tributo or, you know, or the 488? Because it's well, they're, not, they're not hybrids. They're not hybrid. The two nine sixes, but the two nine sixes, which is new, you know, the so, La Fa, the La Ferrari, that's hybrid, hybrid. That but, was most probably the first hybrid, you know. That's a that's a hype, but this is a hypercar too, you know, above supercar. Well, it's a thousand horsepower total, roughly, Correct. or something. So you know, it's up there. I mean, and you know, naught to sixty miles an hour in you know the two point five seconds, two point one. Some people say, but you know, you said the electric motors. This car's an eight-speed gearbox, right? So this is all based on the SF90 Formula One car. Yeah, so they've, they've put it into a road car. Correct. And so, you know, the wing at the back, which you said you didn't like, which is staying I don't up, really like that. That pays homage to the Kurs in the Formula One that opens up that back wing, that back flap, that uh, yeah. flicks up. 
but it's an eight-speed gearbox. Which apparently is a lot better than the previous one. Seven-speed, but it's no like reverse. A, oh, what do you mean? It's got... There? It's got different. It's got different motors on the front wheels to reverse. Oh, the car. right. Okay. It's actually not part of the gearbox. Makes sense. I mean, you're not no. going in reverse. No, too correct. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, look, the technology in this car would be is second to none. I think it's got four driving modes. That big uh, LED display screen, which you looked at yesterday when we turned it on, tells you everything. We need to drive it to, I suppose, really give it justice. But will it in the future be a supercar? Uh, sorry, a, 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 classic. a classic supercar, that yeah. collectible. Yeah, I, we don't. Yeah, we often don't talk about these things, but that came up in conversation yesterday, as you said. And uh, you know, some were saying, "Well, if it's mass production, maybe not." But there's also got to be some provenance with it, uh, uh, of course. Uh, and do they race it? It's not even raced, is it? Not well, not. Not, not that we know, not of, that we know yeah, of. You know. So, the Ferrari, the Ferrari diehards yesterday, you know, our club members, which we we love them all, most of them were pretty adamant. This will not be a classic. Yeah. This will not be an iconic Ferrari that you you want to own in years to come. Okay, so you're saying that. So when you look at that relative to the four five eight, for example. They last say of the natu- last of the naturally natu- aspirate, natu- yep. last of the Pininfarina design. Correct. So the, the, the remainder went into Ital design or yep. the, sorry, internal in-house. design, not in-house. Yeah, yep. in-house design. So they talk about the 458 as possibly being a, like, a, a, you know, a classic. I'll agree with that. But the uh, this one here, the SF90, look, for me, I really, when I first saw it, not this one particularly, the yellow one, I didn't mind it in yellow. But I, I still think you know the lines. It's it's not as good. It's t- it's too busy, too fussy. In a darker color, like the one we saw the spider in the showroom in the dark grey. Good. I yeah. thought that looked better because it hide it hid some of the you know the extra details and things like the overhang in the front seems to be fairly white, and the back seems a bit fussy to me with the you know I'll say the. Um, Camaro lights or the Corvette lights. Don't say that too often. No. But look, I agree. I think the design is, and you know, when you read all the articles regarding this car, it is something between a spaceship and and a race car, some of the lines, because the front is quite protruding. And arrow-like at the front. Yes. And there's a lot going on. And I remember when you and I first saw it, because we got invited to go and see it, remember? The one that went around Australasia. And we thought, wow, what's going on here? It's too much. It's too much. The back. I had a really good look at the back, and I, I agree with you. I don't like the lights. But then, you know, in in talking yesterday with a couple of people, apparently they needed those small lights to be able to fit with everything that's going on in the back with the aerodynamics of that whole back section of the car. Apart from the lights, I actually love the back. Yeah, no, I'm not, I love where I'm the not, exhaust not. comes out at the front. I love where the Ferrari logo is Protrudes above the body. Yeah, I I love – I actually love the back. I do like the back more than the front, to be honest. You know, the back – and what about the three-quarter back view? That's not bad either. I don't mind that. That's good. But uh, I really don't like the front and the back, you know, not really. Yeah, look, it it is – the sides, they liken it to the 330 P3 and P4. From a side view, yeah, but it does seem a bit long. The car seems a bit long to me. You know, you know, looking at the car yesterday again, Mick, 
it did have a lot of 296 GDB, doesn't it? So it you can see have. where the evolution of the 296 GDB has come out. Definitely. It looked – the GDB, to the me – three-quarter back, like you just said, and things like that. I think the 296 GTB is a more – uh, I won't say delicate package, uh, uh, more... Not as aggressive? Not as, certainly not as aggressive, but it just seems neater, you know. I mean, I didn't really like the shields on this car either because it was body colour. No, it's yellow. The, the yellow against yellow. That's aesthetics, Mick. That's yeah, I, aesthetics. I know. You but can change that. Yeah, you can. But listen, you're not going to have an SF90. I think they'd all come out with shields. It's Scuderia Ferrari. No, Remember the they'll shields. come out with shields. They're only on their race versions, really. That's right, and this is a race this version a car, race. so it's going to have to have. Yeah, shields, but you right? could have uh, the the shield could have been in grey, maybe to match the no, stuff. I don't like the grey carbon. You fiber. don't like that either. I love I love the interior. I love the carbon fibre race seats, Mick. Oh, the Very inside. minimalistic. I love the inside. I thought it was nice. You didn't like it, I don't think. No, the, I didn't mind the interior, but I thought it was a bit strange that the, I won't say the Daytona seats, but, you know, they got the horizontal stripes are in red. No, but that's just, once again, you're looking at the aesthetics, mate. Well, don't worry about the car. It's a colour combination of. So of they can choose that? Field. I reckon you can choose all that. It's more, do you like the look and the feel of that car? Oh, inside, yes. And I, I loved it. I've got no dramas inside. Yeah. It would, I mean, I'd love to be sitting there driving the thing. And what did it remind you of? The inside? The, Prob- two, the 296. The 296, yeah. The same seats, same thing. Same so, seats. You know, the car, the car, it's a beautiful car. Yeah, I, I tend to differ Is it going to be, is it, no, it's a beautiful, look, they wouldn't have, when Ferrari makes something, Mick, they don't just make it, you know, I should I should be careful what I say because the put of sung was about to come out. So they don't just make cars for the masses is what I was going to say. Wow. Yeah, this is a special car. Is it to everyone's likings? I don't know. The engine is an evolution of what is in the 488 Pista and then the F8 Tributo. This is just more evolved. So would I want... And a bit of the LaFerrari too. Yeah, I, I like the F8 Tributo, right? I, I do like that. Of, of the most recent, I'd like that. Why, yeah, the extra money for this car, it's not a cheap car, the extra money for this car, does it warrant it? And would that in itself make it a classic one day because of of the launch price? Well, maybe, maybe. You know but I, I think that they brought out this car. I mean, it's a 1,000 horsepower. It's uh, something different. Uh, I think it was also a design, you know, sort of seeing what they can achieve. Yeah. And uh, to me, it doesn't ring right. Like like the Roma, to me, looks like a, the proper package. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's completely different, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it was a, it was a new bracket of car. Mm-hmm. To me, it looks like a more simple package, neater. Okay. This doesn't seem as neat to me. All right. So I'm going to take you back. When the F40 got released, what yep. did you think? That's a good point because when the F40 got released, I wasn't real sure about that. You, as a lot of us, but I, I love that car as a kid and it's one of my favourites as people on the podcast must probably have heard. But then the next one to be released was the F50. Yeah, and they say the F40 was a lot better than the F50. Correct. Yeah. Now, what did you think when the F50 got released? Because today, F50s are... The, are Sought after. Correct. Right? 
I'm not saying that the F40s aren't sought after, absolutely, more so, but they're still a special car in the history of Ferrari and where they yeah. – and I love the F50 on release, but when you look at them now, you know, you take F40 every day of the week. Well, I get that. And you would. I, I would but, take the F40 over the F50, but so I know where you're getting But it's still an at. icon. It's a, it's a special car to Ferrari, the F50, right? I think this is going to be a special car to Ferrari in the future. It has to be because yeah. they wouldn't have released it otherwise. You know, LaFerrari is going to is definitely there, right? This is the next LaFerrari. No, the next LaFerrari is uh, no. This is the SF ninety is a different group though. It's not Icona. Icona is SP one, SP two, and now the SP three Daytona, which is oh, unbelievable. I love I love the look of the. SP3. I do like that. The, the back that new Daytona, yeah, beautiful. I do like beautiful. it. I mean, the the people question whether they should have been called Daytona or not, yeah, but, yeah, but you know because it. It doesn't really. Uh, I mean, they're talking about the Daytona, the race. old Daytona, yeah, the old Daytona. But correct, yeah. So it's paying homage to. Daytona. I see where you're coming from with the SP uh, SF90. So this is supercar. So uh, what, but it's a hypercar. It? It's, it's hypercar. Hypercar for sure. So it's got to be in the LaFerrari realm. Well, in that regard, yes. But in terms of you know, if you look at the package of the looks of the LaFerrari to this one game here, game over. Game over. That's right. Game over. So yeah, I can't. I agree with that. You know, I can't see that, and I could be could be wrong. There's no doubt. I mean, uh, it'd be a, a fantastic car to drive. I remember listening or watching um, Chris Harris on YouTube talking about the the um, this one here, and you know, I think some of the comments were it probably drives too good. I mean, it does everything. You yeah. know, just on the electric motors, Mick. What did you? How many did you say there were? Three. Yeah, there's three. Yeah, two yeah. on the front wheels, and Two, that's the reverse. and one on the diff at the yeah. back. I think. Yeah. yeah. So there's got three electric on motors. the transmission. Yes, yeah, so on the transmission. Yeah. Yeah. And the the two at the front, as you quite rightly said, um, get the reverse gear going. So, look, we we discussed electric vehicles in a, a previous podcast. Why would you buy one? Why do they exist? Ferrari is going to release, you would think, an ele- a fully electric vehicle. Well, they have the to. I, I guess they have to. Oh. The advantage with the hybrid, um, there's a lot of probably disadvantages. You might as well just go for a co- complete electric. Yep. But the advantage with the hybrid, you still get the sound of the combustion engine of a Ferrari engine. Co- but not when you start it up. So if you start it up in electric, you don't get that sound. Uh, can you start it up in electric? Yes. I didn't know you could. So... So, yeah, there was a bit but the we were talking about this yesterday. You can start it up and not hear it. So you won't disturb the neighbours when you start it up. But the 296? Same thing. Oh, is it? Same thing. But it's only 26 kilometres range in electric. Yeah, you, you don't worry about the range for – when it's a hybrid, you don't worry about that. So why make it a hybrid? That's where I'm No, struggling. they make it a hybrid for two reasons. Right. For emissions? Without, no, for emissions, uh, all right, and also to get the extra power. Okay. So to get that, you know, to get to that thousand horsepower. That's right. They get a thousand horsepower because it's got 162 kilowatts of electric motors. Now, 162 kilowatts of electric motor. That's it's more than my my STI in yeah. terms of at the. I would not quite, but you know. So they get the extra bit through the electric motors yeah. as well. So it's it's a twofold thing. But you know, I think. You know, there was talk with the combustion engines that, you know, maybe they'll still be around for a long time if they get them running on hydrogen. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you never know. But I, I as a package, um, again, I haven't driven one and I'd love to drive an SF90 to really – but if I had to drive one, it'd have to be on a track, wouldn't it? Uh, correct. So 
the t- that track day, I did get to to chatting with the gentleman who did was lucky enough to take it around the track for a few uh, few laps and made of ours. And I asked, I said, "Oh, what's it like?" And he's driven pretty much all every Ferrari around that track, and uh, he said it was next level. He was absolutely next level. There you Jesus. go. Yeah, speed handling, just. Phenomenal. I mean, it has to be that because basically of where they've set the car, the bar that they've set, yep. it has to be that good. Yeah. But looks wise, I'm not real, real. I'm not sold on it. You're not. So, so that means you're not sold on the two nine six either. No, the two nine six is a, looks like a smaller package. The overhang's not as much. You know, to me, it 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 was different than the F eight, different than the four eight eight. Uh, you know, it had rounder lines and it had a bit of the LM at the back. I, I didn't – I liked the uh, 296. All right, so would you – you're not going to buy an uh, SF90 because you don't no. – but would you pick the Stradale, straight Stradale version or the Assetto Fiorano pack, which has got more carbon fibre, better handling pack and things, and there was that much carbon fibre in that car yesterday that – I'm not really fussed about carbon fibre. So you'd get the standard pack? It wouldn't worry me. And – to the, the handling pack or not the handling pack wouldn't make any difference to me. I mean, I'm not going to be that – I'm not that good a driver to be able to tell the difference, I don't think. Yeah. You know, they're talking about, you know, 40, 50 kilos less because – it, you, know, you know, it's it's not a lot. I mean, my passenger might be that. You know, <laughs> 30, so, it's 30 kilos less with the Assetto Fiorano pack. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, I'm sure it's good and it's – and probably with the Assetto Fiorano pack – I, can you get that on any one of them? Okay, so it's 1,600 kilos, this car. It's 1,570 with the Assetto Fiorano pack and the Spider 1,670 kilos. If I'm not wrong, your 456 is 1,600-odd kilos. Is that right? Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, so that's interesting. I, yeah, I wouldn't have thought, I would have thought mine was a bit heavier. Because the weight, there's 250 kilos of electric. It makes weight. a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's where the weight's coming in. So that's why I say, you know, okay, you want the extra power, but then you're taking on extra weight because of it. I don't know. I, look, well, it it also could be that they probably ha- have no choice but to bring out a hybrid. Yeah, no. If we're saying for emissions and for yeah, for what we're what you were saying previously, yeah, I agree. So for that very reason, that it's the first, you know, first few hybrids to be released by Ferrari. Will it be, it be a class? Will it be a classic one day? Yeah. It's like the three-seater Ferrari that got released all those years ago. Well, that's certainly a classic. I mean, you try and get one of those. Right. But is it because it's rare? Is it because they didn't make many? And those earlier ones, you know, we're talking – we talk about the 250 short wheelbase. We're talking about the 250 GTO. We, there's not many of those made. Yeah. But it's not only that, you know, whether there's many made or not, but what have they done? What provenance have they, they done? They were cars that you could – drive on the road, take them to the track and win races. So they were special cars. Even in the 250 series, when we talk about the 250 series, the GTO, the Tour de France, the Boano, all those, there were certain ones that weren't as good as in on the track and things like that. So they still don't aren't as valued as the other ones. So this one in here, I, I'm, I'm not really sure um, – It'd be interesting how many they produce. I think it would also depend on demand and supply. I mean, how many people are demanding these cars? Well, the interesting thing is that, it, you know, 
with Ferrari, you see, there's such there's not long years. What is it, three to five years, honestly, that a model lasts. I mean, the F8 Tributo you can't order anymore. I think the Spiders they've stopped taking orders for. So now the only car you can order brand new in that new rate is a two nine six GDB. The two nine six because you can't order F8 Tributos had stopped. Can't you can't get the there Lusos. were the last of Lusos are finished. Yep. All right. So, so you SF get the Roma. You get the Roma. Roma SF nineties at the moment. In both Spider and Stradale, I, th- I believe you can order, uh, or you have to be invited to order, because, of, and then the Puru Sangue will come out. So you're saying the only new ones you can order two nine six two nine six Roma, the F eight Spider, maybe the last of those order. I think the books are closed. Okay, and the Roma. Okay, and the SF ninety. SF90, SP1, like the Oconas. Oh, yeah. The Oconas, you've got to be invited. So forget about those. So it's the current model of a Ferrari. That's why. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know. I think, look, I think it will be a classic one day. Unfortunately, we must probably won't be around me. No, that's right. You know, to, to, to see this car 50, 60 years old and, well, yeah, what technological advance would have been 50, 60 years? I mean, who would have thought that this, something hybrid would come out, electric cars, yeah, all this stuff. Okay. The one, one thing that you mentioned before that makes me think it could be a classic is what you said that when you spoke to the guy that drove it on the track, yeah. he said it's next level. It's next level. So for him, and I know what other cars he's driven, if this is next level, this is the sort of thing – that makes something a classic. So, next level in the sense, it's taken everything, all the learnings. From F1. From F1. So, if the closest thing to driving an F1 would be driving one of these, let's just say. That's what they are liking it to. But well, when, then you're starting to talk, aren't you? Yeah. So, then it's got to be a classic. Doesn't it? Well, if, when What you, happens when F1 goes to electric? Like the e, E1. Well... Uh, yeah, which we tried just, to watch a race and it was just just terrible. terrible. But anyway, but tire noise, correct? So I, I, I don't know. I, so from that point, you know, you you do make a good point and valid point there. And if it is, it is the next level. And then, sorry to cut you off, Mick, but and then who determines if it's a classic? It's the it's the market that will determine it. It'll be a supply demand thing in years to come. It's supply and demand, right? And uh, if that that is something different that they're going to get out of it compared to something yep. else. Yep. Because, correct. Because don't forget, every Ferrari, if we go through every Ferrari model ever made, are they all classics? No. I mean, in the true sense of the word, you know, w- when we talk about classics, we're saying, are they a classic different than others? Because the classic is the era. Yes. So how many years, yeah, whether correct. it's veteran, vintage or classic. So, But when someone says it's going to be a classic, they're more referring to is that going to be in demand? In demand. So, And that's all trends. That's all trends. Because let's that, have a look at the 360. And not because I own one, but, you know, they – they fell out of love. Too many produced. Yeah, there's too right. many. Don't want to. No, never going to be. It's ugly. All of a sudden, come back into fad. Yeah. Now everyone's looking for gated shifters. Love it. You know what? The shape's beautiful. It's actually aged really well. So all cars will go in and out. That's correct. And right. also, what happens is as well. What initially gets marketed in the beginning, um, like with the 360, the Spider was worth more. Yeah. The F1 was worth more. Yeah. Than the th- the gated shifter. Yep. And it changes. 
you know, like my 456 was the most expensive production car for Ferrari produced. But it's not, you know, it's not in demand. You know what I'm, I'm, not, I'm struggling with? And I don't know if I like it or don't like it. I haven't made my mind up yet. I think it's too easy to read what Ferrari's going to do in the sense as, as soon as a model comes out, you know there's going to be a spider version next of the same model and then there's going to be a race version of the yeah. same car. Yeah. I don't like that. I want a model to be released, like the 456. It only comes as a coupe. That's it. Four-seater, automatic or manual, you know, and then the modifications of – that's fine. Not a space uh, a spider version of – the 812 is perfect. There's uh, the 812, the 812 GTS, and, the and then you've got competizione. So I think Ferrari – it's too much now. Yeah, but it's all about marketing and all about the dollar as well. I mean, when did they bring the challenge versions or the 360? Race? The 355 had one, but I don't think it was re- – they, they raced Actually, the, the 355. 355 was a 355 challenge. Challenge, but I don't think you could buy a challenge. But I don't think it was one of those that you could order, like the 360 no. Stradale was the first, I reckon. So it was the challenge just a, ra- a race car? It was a race car. You, they got sold in the future – like yeah. later on, but I think actually orders at the time of race cut racing version. I reckon the three sixty was the first. Okay, but you and did, then the four five eights Pichano. But there was also the three four eight, which brought out the GTC. Those fifty cars. Yeah, but there wasn't many. That's right. right. So really, the three sixty was the first of the product. That's a you know yep. mass production sort F- race of. version. Race versions. And then you got the four five eight Pichano, like we said, the four eight eight Pista, like we yeah. said. What's the F8 trip? Actually, F8 Tributo didn't do one. No, because they brought out the next models. Which is what? The 296. 296, yeah. So F8 didn't do one. They've yeah. done F8 and F8 uh, Spider. Yeah, because the 296 is already quicker than the the Pista, wasn't it? It's already so then quicker. The, so there's 296 GDB and there'll be a 296 GDB Spider. Correct. And then there'll be a race one. Yeah, there'll be a race one. Or version. will there? Yeah. I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, look, SF90. Will it be a classic? Remains to be seen. Mate, let us know on Instagram. We, email us. Let us know your thoughts. We're going to post a few photos. It's a beautiful car. Well, I've got my doubts about that. No, but I anyway, lo- it's I, a, I love it. It's a matter of opinion. I love but, it. Um, we're going to leave it there. And as usual, Ori at gmail.com. You can catch us on Instagram and also TikTok and possibly on YouTube with this one as well. We never know. So we're going to leave it there. Will the SF90 be a classic? Anyway, remember, if your car's not a classic, It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.